0: Welcome, welcome back to Leaf's Late Night. I know uh, tomorrow night ended up being a week, but uh, things happen. Uh, I guess I'll address that first. Um, Mine and Beaner's jobs take us on the road sometimes, and sometimes we go on vacations and things, and sometimes uh, things knock us out at night, and uh, it's been a little hard to get our schedules on the same flow and I'm sorry, but uh, we're here now and that's what matters. You know, it's, it's the summer. Not much has happened since last week. Anyway, there's just a couple little more things to talk about. So it's just more fun. Uh, It is September though, which means we're ramping back up for preseason. That starts in like three weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you want to stay up to date on all that stuff, give us a follow on X slash Twitter on Instagram and uh, on YouTube at inside the rink. If you want to catch the videos, Welcome, welcome. I am joined today by Darty Broder, study and National Beanographic. Graphic. We're ready to talk about some uh, some stuff that's happened? We got some some signings. We got a whole new league that appeared. We got like crazy stuff. So uh, and some fun games. So without further ado, let's do it. This is Mike Ross, public address announcer for your Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup, Roscoe,
1: the fanalist, Southey, Beater, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast.
0: Alrighty, um and for anybody watching i am drinking land shark the margaritaville beer in honor of jimmy buffett who we lost man legend <laughs> i always wanted to go to margaritaville it looks like so much fun when i was on my road trip we saw one that was being built opening soon but uh something i've not yet experienced have you guys ever been no, no. i haven't yeah. i don't think i've ever even seen one I think it might only be in the states and maybe Niagara Falls. Like it's one of those mm. things, like a rainforest cafe. There's not many of them left. Yeah. But uh, alas, Jimmy Buffett, another uh, another legend. Also, we lost Steve Harwell from Smashmouth. Man, it's a summer of losing musicians. Sad. That was a bummer. Yeah. Um. Go and put All Star on repeat, or watch Shrek, and you know, pay <laughs> respects so um some hockey stuff happened but uh before we get into that we have a question that's been looming it's been from Steph and from Mikey D how is everybody's summer and that's more appropriate now that it is past Labor Day and uh summer is officially over even though I don't know about where y'all live but it is 38 degrees every day for the last couple days it is stupid but it's not summer (laughs) so uh let's start with Sethy. how's your summer been (laughs)
1: The summer has been good. It's, uh, I've had an unusual amount of time to myself due to um, a couple of unions being on strike
0: oh, in just the world I
1: work. Yeah, so this is the first summer I think I've had in a long time where I've had more time off than I've been working. Got to spend a ton of time at the cottage, a whole bunch of weddings. All in all, I'd say 8 out of 10 summer.
0: Nice. Love to hear that. Darty, it's been a while. What about you, buddy? Is he there? He's there, but will he unmute? I can't tell, I can't see him. Darty, unmute Welcome. yourself. Tell us how your summer was. You have three
2: seconds. <laughs> Welcome back Justin, yes, so what was your summer? <laughs> so in Darty's defense, he has a dad now, so you instantly do dad things. You don't have to have been a dad for a long time. So he's probably still talking right now. I just forgot to unmute it. Um... <laughs> It's, he is out for
0: a run right now. It's not like he's sitting at home and running to do dad things.
2: <laughs> it's uh, It's been a summer. It's been good. There's been a lot going on, work wise, family wise. Um, the reason our show didn't happen last week, I was up in a Caluit again. For those who don't know, that is the northernmost capital city of any of the territories of Canada up in the Arctic Circle. <laughs>
0: Literally national bean graphic. I swear I'm gonna finish that shirt. And,
2: <laughs> and anybody that's watching, that's the the hat that I'm wearing. It's from a local brewery up there, which is just wicked.
0: Nice. D- do they use uh, iceberg water? Um, I have. I honestly have no idea. No, I there was one of that. those when I was in Newfoundland that had
2: a very similar logo to that. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I did did the math that since May 1st, I've had 22 nights in a hotel for work, so I've been Holy. literally everywhere.
0: And uh, some of those hotels have had great Wi-Fi and allowed us to do shows, and some of them haven't. Okay. And that's kind of... <laughs> <It's a roll laughs> oh, of the and, and there
2: was no internet at the airport there, which is crazy. Okay. Can I vent for a little bit here? Of course. So the, the whole... Tri- the, I went up there last October and it it was an eye-opening experience but travel wise everything was fine flights were fine no delays nothing this entire trip the flight from Toronto to Ottawa was delayed to the point that I was the only one of like 11 people that made my connection uh-huh. um, so then the flight from Ottawa to Icaluet was delayed on the way back not only was the flight from acaluet to Ottawa delayed and the other flight delayed multiple gate changes like just a nightmare but they were doing some infrastructure work on water in the city of calicut and like this is a capital city it's not some small town it is the biggest city in the in the territory i mean it can and, be both well yes um <laughs> they they shut water the water supply off to the entire city all day. It's population. So, <laughs> like, yeah. when I left the hotel in the morning, the water was shut off. I got to the airport. There wasn't a single bathroom open. Oh, Anywhere dude. in the airport. And we're there all day. Like, it was just, the whole day was just, got, like, surreal. It's just crazy.
0: Uh, it's always traveling that can just turn into a nightmare eh, when you're at the whim of business. Ugh. Just corporations control your, your every move for the yeah. day. It's so much fun.
1: And For those who don't know, like flying in Canada is one of the best experiences you'll ever have. It's always such a great time and <laughs> on a timely Air fashion. Canada.
0: I just Fuck. saw uh, come up on my Instagram feed um, apparently there was somebody who refused to sit in a vomit-covered seat on Air Canada and Air Canada kicked them off and threatened them with a no-fly list after they like tried to cover it with coffee grinds and perfume or something like uh, oh they did my say they were sorry though was, oh of course they did they have to they're <laughs> in Canada uh, my favorite one was well somebody from Air Canada was talking about what they're going to do to fix all the delays and cancellations the camera guy like pans up to the, uh, <laughs> the board of all the flights that shows them all delayed like while she's talking <laughs> oh, that guy's so a gold. hero Ugh. Okay, last one. Darty. coming back to you because I see you now. How was your summer, buddy? Oh, by the way, the population of Vicalio, it's like 7,700 people. So okay. it can be a capital and a small town. <laughs> like 7,700 people is like... I I don't even... Ooh, uh, That's a lot of people almost. don't have water at one time, though. It is a lot of people do not have water, and there's also probably communities around. But yeah, uh, Darty, unmute yourself and tell us how your summer was. Yeah,
3: how's
0: there it going, is, folks? Buddy. <laughs> there
1: he is.
3: I'm in I'm in dad mode, so I got to milk as much free time as I can. So I'm on a walk with one of my buddies right now. I'm uh, getting uh, trying to burn off the 40 pounds that I put on. You know, <laughs> being a dad.
0: Oh boy. Yeah.
3: So, uh, yeah, getting a walk in here on the podcast. My uh, my summer was pretty good, just exploring the, the ups and downs, the peaks and valleys of uh, fatherhood and uh, doing a little, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, vacationing, staycationing. I went to St. John, New Brunswick. That was a lot of fun. I think, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about Ontario, but uh, Darty might be looking at, uh, at moving out and heading uh, heading out east. Out east looks not too bad. So, you know.
0: Right on. It doesn't buddy. mean I won't
2: rep the leaves. Hey, I mean it's not like there's another team farther out there. Full disclosure, my wife and I have had serious conversations about moving to Nova Scotia.
0: I mean, are houses still cheap out there too? Because I know Newfoundland is like insane how cheap they are.
2: Um, it's still a hell of a lot cheaper than here. Of course. I've
0: noticed it's starting to come down, though. At least in the Ottawa area, I mean, stuff that was like a million is now down to you know eight hundred or seven fifty or something, which is a little more reasonable. It's still not a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars house by any means, but it's not a million dollar house either. <laughs> it's better than Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to finish this off and get into some hockey, my summer's been cool. Uh, I took some time off work, which, uh, as Sethy alluded to. Might not have been the best ideas. There's some strikes and stuff going on, so don't know when I'm. Thought I was knew when I was going back, but uh, maybe we'll have some more episodes the next couple of days than I uh, expected. Um, otherwise, went on a road trip, which I think I talked about. Went down to um, New York City and to Boston. Sorry, Lee fans. Boston's a really cool city. Um, went through Rhode Island and Vermont and stuff, New Hampshire, whatever else is down there. I don't. I know the order was off, but you know the the story um last labor day long weekend we went to plattsburgh new york where there's this uh, if you ever get down there this is the thing we realized how close going down to new york is from here i've never lived so close to a border i guess and i didn't realize how close ottawa is but in the same amount of time it takes me to get home to Coburg, i can go all the way to somewhere in new york for the weekend so we did that if you get down there check out something called Ausable chasm it's like Basically, if the Grand Canyon was in a forest instead of the desert and obviously not as massive as the Grand Canyon, but there's like tons of trails and stuff and you can uh, take raft rides through it, which we didn't get to do, obviously. But uh, if we had a more time and found it before we got there, maybe we'll do it next time.
2: But yeah, it's cool stuff. Is that still part of the Appalachian Mountains up there or is that too far north? It's like Adirondacks. Okay. I think.
0: And a weird thing, we kept seeing ads on uh, restaurant signs for something called the Michigan. Like, we have a Michigan. I was like, okay, what's a Michigan in the context of food? I've never heard of this before. Apparently, it's a kind of hot dog with a certain kind of sauce on it. And it's famous from Plattsburgh, New York, but it's called a Michigan. It was the most confusing fucking thing. Anyway, I picked up a bunch of liquid death, which you can't get up here in Canada. It's some really good sparkling water in a can. And... uh now it's September. <laughs> That's kind of it. <laughs> So, hockey things. Um, I guess we could start with um, the PWHL because this is really cool. We have been hearing a lot over the summer about, um, you know, this, oh, I guess over the last month or so, this league's happening and, you know, who's getting different teams. But now we've got some players signing contracts. So I've got here, uh, it seems, every team but uh, Minneapolis, I think. Has... Uh, no, Minnesota's announced three. No, Minnesota does. So Ottawa, Toronto, Minnesota, Boston, and Montreal. Who's the other one? New York hasn't announced any mm-hmm. players.
2: Yep, they've got uh, Alex Carpenter and Abby Roque.
0: Oh, since when? It's not on Elite Prospects as a confirmed transfer.
2: I was going to ask they only have if you two. were... You, yeah, they've only announced two so far. Okay, mm. well, um, they're not
0: on Elite Prospects, but I'm sure so, there's not a ton of people updating this yet.
2: Yeah, so for everyone that doesn't know, um, what they're doing is they're allowing each team to sign three, they're calling them foundation or foundational players. And then they're going to have a draft on, I believe it's September 18th to fill out the rest of the rosters. So like Boston has signed Hillary Knight, Megan Keller, and Aaron Frankel. Minnesota has signed Kendall coyne Schofield, Kelly Panic, and Lee Stecking.
0: Stecklin? Steck, Stecklin? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, some of these names I might be butchering, which I'm ashamed of myself. Um, obviously, Montreal has Marie-Philippe Poulin and her fiancé, Laura Stacy, And then Anne-Renée Debian as their goalie. New York, like we said, has Abby Roque and Alex Carpenter. Ottawa has signed Emily Clark, Brienne Jenner, and Emirates Mashmire. So those are three good starts for Ottawa. Maybe there will actually be a hockey team in Ottawa this year. That plays (laughs) Um, downtown Ottawa, which is what I want to get to. Yeah, that's (laughs) exciting. And last but not least, Toronto has signed Sarah Nurse, Renata Fast, and Blair Turnbull. So, I mean, right off the bat, it's names
0: that people recognize from, you know, Olympics and World Cup hockey that have been highly popularized over the last couple of years. I think it's good for getting people excited about this. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. pretty accessible to the Northeast where you've got the most fans that are going to get on board with this. I love that it's an original six. Like it's, I, I like what they're doing. I know there's some negatives to how this all went down and how, you know, six teams is not enough for how many players are available. And there's a lot we can get into there, but on the positive side, I think there's a chance here for this to do well. I mean, knock on wood, but I, I like what they've done so far. Uh, Brian Burke is the head of their players union, which I think is a great move. Somebody that actually gives a shit about players and has time after time been on the right side of progress in hockey. So I think he's a great person to be fighting for their rights when, uh, these negotiations happen. Uh, we do not know how much these contracts are for yet. They have not voted to on whether to make that public or not. So we'll see if that happens, but, um, I think they should just for the sake of competitive wages. I mean, if Toronto and New York are paying a lot more than like Minnesota or or like Ottawa are getting away with or something, you'd want to know about that. But I'm sure internally it would be known. Anyway, what I wanted to say, the uh, Ottawa's team, which doesn't have a name yet. Uh, none of the teams have names yet. I hope that comes out soon. But they're playing at the Lansdowne TD place whatever it's called where the Ottawa 67s play downtown which is an extremely accessible arena and so the I don't know about you but we should go to some games
1: oh we're going I'm so excited in my backyard I think it's going to be super fun like the inaugural season like you said original six it just has really good vibes all around about it right now so I think what we need to do now is hold up our end and go support this
0: yeah, and I think it's awesome within the show that we've got people on either sides of Ontario, so, like, you know, we can have... I don't feel bad being a fan of the Ottawa team here. Like, I'm not going to immediately go to Toronto because I'm a Leaf fan, so this is something that I'm going to get behind from its start, and we can have some little internal competition on it. it could be fun. Like, I mean, Beener, are you looking towards, obviously, cheering for the Toronto
2: team? Um...
0: Are you going based on
2: geography or what? I I don't typically like um, it's weird because normally if I'm trying to choose a team that I have no like for NFL or Premier League when I was choosing a team, it's I I want it to be a storied franchise. I want there to be a lot of history, like because I love that kind of stuff. Right. So Manchester United and Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you don't get much more historic than those two (laughs) franchises in those two leagues. Um, So this is kind of weird for me that it's a completely blank slate. I'm probably going to naturally lean towards Toronto, but like even just with these three, like with the foundational players, every team's going to have a ton of skill on it.
0: Well, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's it's cool that each of these teams has a good slate to start with. Like everybody's got. Like, it's a fair start, I guess I should say. Or Everybody has star power and, you know, nobody's starting at the bottom. Like, it's it's going to be good all around. Like, you, you're you not going to go wrong picking any team, whether it's the one that lives closest to you or, or not lives, mm-hmm. but plays closest to where you live or, you know, you just want to cheer for some players you like. So, I don't know. I'm going for Ottawa, though, because it's fun. And uh, Ottawa doesn't have that many teams that are worth cheering for.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong there. I think if it's in your city and it's a team you can go and support as often as you can, then granted, like it is a unique experience to be able to pick a team with no history, whatever. You get such a clean slate on it. But yeah, I'm going to go with the hometown team.
0: And I'm glad that everybody has a home arena. Like I know in order to grow the game, they had to do these traveling tournaments, the Gillette, whoever was getting behind it, but the fact that people can feel like it's really their hometown team instead of just slapping the the name on it, but they'd never play in your city. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really feels like this is something that, you know, Ottawa and Toronto and Montreal can really claim as like, you know, this is our women's team now that we have in a league that is set up in a similar way to the NHL. So. Yeah.
2: And I, I do really, I do really like the fact that they did go with six and like, realistically they're all markets that should have no issues succeeding whatsoever. hundred percent. Like Minnes- Minnesota, is the most Canadian place outside of Canada.
0: Yeah. Like, it's further north than Toronto is, isn't
2: it? Yeah. They're going to succeed. That's not going to be an issue. Boston, the Boston pride were a very good team there for a long time for women's hockey. We know Toronto's hockey crazy. Montreal's hockey crazy, especially if you have someone like Marie Philippe leading the team to start. Yeah. New York even just the population there they can support a gazillion teams and then the the real question will be to see and I'm not trying to put a dig because you said you're going to cheer for them but the real question <laughs> will be to see how Ottawa actually does
0: I don't know for sure but uh, one thing I just want to show come
2: up with a half decent name instead of like the red blacks <laughs> or some shit like that
0: the fury champion every team we have sucks just for reference if anybody hasn't looked at a map in a while this is where St. Paul and Minneapolis is. It is so much farther north oh. than like where the majority of our listeners live. <laughs> like, it's just south of Ottawa, but it is farther north than most of southern Ontario. That's wild. Same with Green Bay. There you go. Little geo mm. lesson. Now, I'm national
2: being did you just
0: did you just pull a
3: map up on the screen there, Roscoe?
0: Um, yeah, did. I did. It's not, the, it's not the first time, and it's not the won't be the last time. I like maps. Okay. <laughs> I'm map waiting up. for this to be
3: like one of those Excel presentations where it does a little like twist and turns into a star and.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get editor that I don't have? Can we put one of those in here?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so next thing I wanted to talk about, another fun thing, um, Big City Greens, which uh, came onto my radar last year as the show that did the NHL crossover, where I think it was Washington and Rangers played a game that was completely animate o- animated and overlaid with Big City Greens stuff. I don't know. I'd never heard of the show before. It's a kid's show on Disney now. Uh, they released their list of guest stars for their upcoming season and there was one of them that caught the eye of twitter at uh, slash x and nobody seemed to care about anybody else on the list uh brad marchand among a list of celebrities oh. that are known for acting brad marchand will be uh making his appearance on this season so
2: well, I, that nose
0: is so easy to animate do you think he'll I mean, be playing himself well, he is oh, somewhat probably, of an actor himself, so he'll do just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's the perfect person to be. Like, I don't know if he. I, I don't know if we can really call him the first, because isn't Sean Avery in like every Christopher Nolan movie or something in the last couple?
2: <laughs> I he's think that in, is the thing, actually. Yeah, he's in Oppenheimer, apparently. Yeah, and he was in Tenet, I think, too. Mm-hmm. And he was in one recently that I watched. What the hell was it? Oh, and you know what? I
0: I know it's not an acting thing, but P.K. Subban was in Jackass Forever. He was so good. True. Yeah, he was. Like, they were doing a cup test, and they had P.K. taking slap shots at uh, the guy's (laughs) cup to see if he could take
2: it. He was in... um, He made an appearance in Last One Laughing Canada as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, P.K. is one of those people that's made his way into the uh the screen world for sure with this podcast too is really popular it was weird seeing his bare ass so
3: i guess uh whose bare ass did we see i missed this what, what's going on
0: pk suban
3: <laughs> sorry i saw southey turn in his chair for a second so i thought maybe i missed something <laughs> no
2: no no
0: okay so That's what later. i want to know is with uh brad Marshawn making his acting debut Who would you like to see from the Leafs make theirs, whether it's animated or live action? Who do you think has the
2: best shot at uh, getting the call next? Just for the sheer fact of secondhand embarrassment, Morgan Riley. What do you think Riley would be doing? I have no idea, but that Pizzaville commercial he did, I feel so embarrassed (laughs) for him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're not considering any of their commercials as acting. So no. Ryan O'Reilly's thing doesn't count. You know, Ugh, yeah, so none of these commercials oh they do count. Who's that he's not he's not gonna be on TV. He wants to <coughs> Dude, go I and live in obscurity. <laughs> I love that commercial, Darty. You have no idea.
1: You gotta so, think Marner's gotta be up there, right? Or maybe Willie. Yeah, I think
0: you, Marner would be good, but I, I don't know what he would play other than oh, you know what? He'd be good. In like one of those reality i know he's married now but one of those like reality dating shows like he looks like one of those guys that would like roll up on the beach in a little like short pink bathing <laughs> suit and just like hey how's it going everybody like i'm mitch on it's not acting but like i don't know i could just see him being on one of those where he's like the guy that's just like the the clown of the
2: bunch yeah, no, I think Willie would be good at that too. You see the picture of him and his brother on the beach from earlier.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just dresses great all the time and
0: travels everywhere with his brother. Okay, Willie, I know this sounds okay. The, this isn't because he's Swedish. It's because of the hair, but also because he's Swedish. But him in like a Viking show as like a guest star <laughs> would be sick. Like, the, I mean, the one who really should do it is Eric Carlson because he looks like a fu- like fucking mustache no, and everything.
2: Victor Hedman oh yeah oh yeah there you go
0: Hedman Hedman for sure but for the Leafs I would say mm, John Taveras would be funny as like a receptionist somewhere like <laughs> just so deadpan I, I
2: and, could like, see him being like a fill in like a, a supervisor or a temp or something in the office yeah yeah. something where he just gets to, like they give him lines that are fucking hilarious and he
0: just delivers them with a straight face because I know he won't break like he'll just go out there and be like alright guys so here's what we're doing today and just lead everyone through like the stupidest hockey training camp ever yeah Michael Scott 2.0 yeah he he's the w- what's that, what's oh, that, could, uh, like, that show with we the know four guys who like was prank was good each at, other oh prank patrol
3: No, no, the practical practical I've been watching.
0: Impractical Jokers, yeah.
3: Impractical Jokers. I could see him being a replacement for one of the Impractical Jokers. Like John Tavares. That would be
2: fucking (laughs) hilarious.
0: Well, remember, Michael Scott was uh, known for his skating abilities. If we, like, one day revealed that John (laughs) Tavares was his skating coach, that would be so funny. It's like, yeah, you know, I went to an Islanders game one day and just bumped into John outside and <laughs> asked him if he wanted to skate. Here we are. Have a, like, oh, a Willie a versus guy. Paris Hilton?
3: Blonde versus blonde.
0: Oh my god. Okay. So, uh, let me pull up my, my notes here again. So, onto some more serious things. Two extensions happened. Uh, the first one being Austin Matthews oh excuse me that was the ghost of Jimmy Buffett coming back um so I think that was the
3: ghost of General (laughs) Tao.
0: Austin Matthews signs four years 53 million that's 13.25 per year followed by Sheldon Keefe signing for two more years at who knows and who cares how much because there's no cap there uh what do we think of this Matthews contract, Darty, Since you uh, you've been cast away in your run here, what do you think of the Matthews extension?
3: Okay, well, first of all, I got to I, I missed out on what I wanted to say because we were referring to um, Brad Marchand and his uh, I guess what is it his TV oh, yeah. debut. And uh, what I wanted to, what I wanted to say uh, which I can no longer eloquently put was I guess he's got to be prepping for his role in the live action Ratatouille, right?
0: <laughs> but um uh, where he plays Remy. Remy? <laughs> Remy's the mouse, right? Not the guy. I've been told I look like the the other dude, the dude from Linguini. You definitely that
3: character. is 100% you do look like Linguini. But uh so Austin yeah, Matthews I mean, like, what was at thirteen point two five, right? If I'm not mistaken.
0: I'm you. Uh, fellas, uh,
3: Austin, Austin Matthews, his contract, yeah. right? Thirteen point two five at four years. Uh, correct me 14. if I'm wrong. Thirteen point two
0: five.
3: Yes. Ah. Honestly, you know what are they was it not good, not great but you know not terrible <laughs> I can't complain about that. like you know at the, at the end of the day like it is what it is. It's it could have been it could have been much worse and we get to keep poppy so you know for that I'd like to put out a congratulatory yay.
0: Oh, you know what I haven't used that one in a while. Where's that? Hooray! Yay. yay. Uh sadly, four times thirteen point two five. What was your uh, what was your feelings on this? I feel good about it. I'm just happy
1: they got it done before the season started. Um, honestly, I thought maybe he was actually going to try and sign for three years and just keep maximizing his money after that. So the fourth year was nice to see. Um, it's like player empowerment time right now. He's strikes me as like the LeBron James of the league. Right, this is what LeBron's been doing for years and years on his contracts in the NBA and in the term, whatever, obviously we want more years, but the money is pretty great, especially with the cap going up throughout the length of this contract. I think the last two years will be really good. So overall pretty happy.
0: Look, it's okay to be okay with him staying here and not caring about the money. Like we can just be happy for him making as much money as he wants. Like as long as he stays here. I don't care if it's four years because he wants to then maximize on the next one. As long as it's not to a point where it's like, and I mean, with the cap going up, it shouldn't, but as long as it's not to a point where it's impacting what they can bring in elsewhere on the team or signing somebody else, which maybe it is right now, but who knows? Who cares? I mean, He's still he going to still.
1: Exactly. If he right? asks for the
0: max, like he gets max, what
1: are you going to do?
2: Beener, take it. Like, First off, I want to start. I think we touched on this a little bit with our attempted episode when I was in a Caluet. Um, with With regards to the four years, I'd be happy we still have him. I didn't honestly think he was going anywhere, but you never know it could have happened. Like since the, the start of last year, now, like everything's completely changed. Matthews doesn't know what the future holds. He hasn't seen what Tree wants to do with the team. So uh, even even just looking at it that way, I don't really blame him for not committing eight years. Yes, it would have been awesome to have him commit for that long. He's still in the prime of his career. We still get the majority of his prime. Like, relax. Plus, as you guys said, 13.25, that's not max. That's a smaller cap percentage than when Ovechkin signed his big deal coming out of entry level. Interesting. I didn't know
0: that uh, yeah. little tidbit. Like
2: when Ovechkin signed his deal coming out of entry level, it was for nine point five three eight a year for thirteen years, Jesus. and it was worth it was worth just shy of nineteen percent of the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Whereas Matthews only at thirteen point nine percent.
1: I feel like there's one so, thing that no one's. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought.
2: Yeah, so like it, it, it's still less. The number itself isn't really what you have to look at. It's the percentage of the cap. So that's still not that bad. And if you averaged out, his last contract, the 1164 4 that was what, five years? If you take those five years plus these four that are coming up and you could have told someone, yep, when Matthews' entry-level contract is up, we're going to sign him for nine years at an average of, what would the average be, 122 everyone would have fucking jumped all over that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. And, I mean, with what we're hearing with, you know, Darlene expected to sign eight times ten and a half, and, you know, Sanderson just signed eight times eight and a half. I mean, if a, like, pretty good to star player goes for anywhere from nine to ten million, and then from there up, like, ten to Twelve, we're saying, or ten to fourteen, I guess now is superstar. Like, I don't. It's fine. I don't care. It's not my
2: money. So, just before Sully gets into, is I want to the the percentage of the cap, like I was talking about. Matthews is considered to be probably the best goal scorer in the game right now, which is what Obi was when he signed that one. If you want further comparison, McDavid is still in the eight year deal he signed coming out of entry, at twelve point five. So he's this is coming into his third year on that deal and he's still at fifteen percent of the cap.
0: How many more years does huh. McDavid have? Three?
2: Um he's a free agent the summer of twenty twenty six.
0: Okay. Yeah. And there's no way that you're getting him for less than thirteen point two five. Never so had. exactly, Especially, right? I, it it looks good now, it looks good when the cap goes up. I'm fine with it. Could have been higher, he's the best. He's still here. He's not in Arizona, he's not in LA, he's not in New York. I i don't see anything wrong with this. And it know, like, is, however, weird that we keep hearing other players getting signed before Willie, but you know.
1: Yeah. And like not a lot of people want to talk about this, but it's actually not too bad for the team itself, maybe, because Matthews has a chronic wrist problem. This has been happening in every single year, and obviously I don't think it's gonna be something that's gonna explode career ending, God forbid. But it is something to keep an eye on. So that's also not a bad little wrinkle for the Leafs.
0: Look, I get that, you know, oh, eight years is great if they're a star. I don't like eight year deals. I'm totally with you. If you can keep signing somebody four years, four years, four years, five years, whatever it is, and they keep getting a little more money out of it. It gives you a little more freedom, too. Like, that's what you're paying for. Is that option to be like, all right, so this has been fun, but you just got hurt three times in a row, and you are not the person you were six years ago.
1: So, goodbye. Everybody gets to reevaluate. And, like I said, not to be locked in those extra three
0: years. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, Matthews is going to fall off when he's 32, but, like, (laughs) you know, you never know what happens, and it's nice to have some freedom in those times with money because you never know what else is going to come up. Uh, what I do
2: find, i that... oh, for it. Um, I think he only needs to average like twenty goals a year throughout the rest of that contract. and he'd be the all-time Leafs goal scorer. Unreal. That's insane.
0: I do find the Jake Sanderson contract a little strange. I know he's a high draft pick and everything, and you know they got the term at a pretty good dollar value if all you know shakes out the way it's supposed to. But after one season, to give eight times eight and a half is really risky. And it seems like this is Ottawa's. Games.
2: Yeah, 77 games. Yeah, it's
0: one, one season minus, you know, a yeah. couple of So it seems like Ottawa's move lately has been to hand out term in order to keep people there. Like, I know it's not a totally undesirable place to play, but it's been a changing of the guard. There's a new owner. They're potentially getting a new arena. They're shifting the whole team around. There's young guys coming up to take over. It seems like in order to get other players to stay there, they've had to throw a huge term at them and even their own guys. So I hope that this works out for Ottawa and this becomes a bit of a, a run for them for a few years because I'd like to see them back in the conversation. But man, it's a risky move.
2: It, it definitely is. Like Realistically, if he turns out to what he projects to, this is going to be a good deal. But mm-hmm. for after the 77 games to have him making like, no offense to Mo, but he's making that much more than Morgan Riley. More than Shabbat, too. Like that's insane. Yeah, he's like $50,000 more than Shabbat. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. Uh, and just to circle back to what Sadi brought up last time we were on, I know it seems like an eternity ago because it was. Uh, Austin Matthews' deal of 13.5 mil makes him the highest-paid NHLer. It also makes him the 113th highest-paid NBA player, 103rd highest-paid highest paid MLB <laughs> player, and 88th highest-paid NFL player. Oh, my God. Like, fix your shit. I was down in, in <laughs> New York, like I was talking about, and when you turn on the the cable in the hotel... It's Spectrum TV, which I hadn't heard of before, but I guess it's a very big provider down there. Um, I must have been out of a merger or something, because I've never heard of it before. Spectrum's been
2: around for a little while.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I'm flipping through channels, and every now and then, there'd be a channel that just says, due to an ongoing dispute with Disney, this channel has been blocked. So I guess they don't want to pay as much as Disney wants them to because Spectrum wants to keep the prices down. And here we are where ESPN is not on Spectrum, which is one of the biggest cable providers in the States. So uh, um, Batman, I know it's not exactly your thing, but this is your game that you're supposed to be growing. And the TV deals have been fucked like every network has fallen apart and they just they've just been fumbling these American TV rights around and I don't know how many how many subscribers does Spectrum Spectrum I'm
1: surprised like you don't hear more from the owners about this. Like they seem to back Batman so much but he's always been fumbling these T V deals. And how do you grow your game, like especially financially? It's with T V deals. That's why NBA contracts exploded.
0: Yeah, you're right. No, sorry. With with thirty two million customers in forty one states, the second largest cable operator in the U.S., just behind Comcast. So, it's a lot of people not able to watch their home teams if it's not on uh, another network. That shit's dumb. You got to get your revenues up. It's uh, you can look up on Wikipedia. There's a chart of like revenue per game and per season for all the major sports and. Man, the NHL's got to do something about this. It's getting out of hand. They, they, an ad on a jersey or on a helmet is not going to fix this. Like, it needs to get to more people. And there are so many blockades for no reason. Like, it shouldn't be this hard to watch hockey. I don't get it. Like, we're in a bit of a bubble where the Leafs are owned by the two biggest telecom companies in Canada, so watching them isn't exactly difficult. But it even still is. Like, I'm in Ottawa, and I get games blocked out all the time. So. It's just it's stupid that everywhere you live, it's never easy to watch every game. Unless you pay a couple hundred bucks. And I'm not I don't know.
3: You you, you brought up ads on jerseys though, and let me tell you though, I can't wait for when they let like a Viagra ad on a jersey or, or like an <laughs> X Lax ad. Something stupid like that. You're like that's when you know that's when you know Gary's really broke.
0: Yeah, Manscaped and BetterHelp are like the fucking jersey sponsors next. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, another Capto
3: bismol little... <laughs> fucking rub A535 <laughs>
0: so, so the other one who got extended is Sheldon Keefe for another two years um, Again, they can fire him I don't care. What do you guys think of this? I think it's strange that it happened before the season started and I think it's intriguing that it happens right after Matthews gets signed, like as though it was a bit of a stipulation like, I want to keep playing for Keefe but I wanna know think, what you guys think. Like,
1: like. The two years is it's nothing, right? If you fire him and you have to pay him out, that's not a big deal. But yeah. I think having him locked up is one less distraction going into the season. And maybe that's kind of what Brad was looking for in his first year here. That's yeah. the only thing I can really think of.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's a big thing, trying to get one one more distraction out of the way. And like you said, Roscoe, with not that Matthew should have the final say, but when you have a franchise-altering player like that, you have to take their opinion into consideration.
0: Oh, of course. I mean, it's not a secret that, like, Crosby gets asked about anything the Penguins do, and Ovechkin gets asked about whatever the Caps do, and McDavid gets asked about whatever the Oilers do. Exactly. Like, it's not uncommon for them to be, hey, do you hate your coach? No, I want to keep playing for him. Great. We're going to (laughs) sign up. Like,
2: don't you think that kind of stuff should have happened? Maybe it did, but should have happened with the Flames. Like is is Sutter the reason Kachuk wanted to get the hell out of Dodge? That according to rumors fell apart it?
0: in such a weird way. Like it was piece by piece, and then it was all at once. Like uh, there's still a couple stragglers, and I've, everybody's been wondering if they're ending up on the Leafs. But uh, still, a few guys kicking around <laughs> there. But yeah, it seems weird that they uh, they booted him and traded everybody. I have a question for y'all. What do you Uh-oh. think is the most common first name in the NHL? Darty, you want to take a stab at it? Uh,
3: Thomas. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I thought he, I thought we were starting with last names. All right. I got the scoop earlier when everybody was off. So saying first names, I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, sorry,
0: sorry, Luke man. <laughs> Thomas is um, fading in popularity since 2010. It was at one point there were 20 of them. Currently there are 12, I want to say. But it is not the most popular. Anybody else want to take a like Michael's
3: got to be up there.
2: Yeah, it's got to be like one of the ones from our our generation, like Michael or Matthew. Maybe Here's the thing. I'm so Jeff. Michael
0: was the correct answer. Until 2017. And Michael has dropped off, like, the economy.
3: Well, sorry for being six years too late for this fucking poll.
0: (laughs) At one point in, what is this, 2015, there were 40 guys named Michael in the NHL. Wow. But they all retired basically at the same time.
3: I missed like seven episodes and now I'm like six years, seven years behind in the league. Apparently
0: <laughs> anybody else stabbing it. Hmm. John. All right. So John, Johnny, John, um, they're at, what's that? About 18 of them. They are not the first place one. So just pardon me. The leader has, what's this, 30,
1: 34? Oh, fuck. Wow.
0: And there is somebody right behind them. Ryan? So, Ryan, we got the 23 of them. Not the first place. It's fifth, fourth, fifth, fifth. Tyler and just uh, sorry, the, this these statistics are from 2021. Nobody has updated it since.
2: Hmm. Are Alex you using the guess? like
3: Alex? Actually, that's a good that's a great guess.
2: Ah,
0: there it is. Alex winner winner. Alex Alexandre, Alexander. Yeah, that's the number one name in the NHL followed right behind by Uh, What is this one? Jacob. Jake, Jacob, Mm. Jake, which in 2010, which is when this counter starts, there were six of, and now there are 33. (laughs) It has shot up from last place to second. One of those, uh, you know, millennial millennial names.
2: How much do we want to bet Austin and Connor will start rising in the next 15 years? (laughs) O'Connor is becoming like the
0: the most common name. It's gonna shoot up real quick. Um, blah, 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 blah. Last thing here before we go to questions: classy and trashy part two. So I want to talk about at home viewing of the game and some things that are uh, okay and not okay to do, or maybe not not okay, but just a little trashy. So, yelling at the TV. What do you guys What do you guys think about yelling at the TV during the game? Do you do it? Do you not? Do you try not to? Does it happen? What do you think of it?
2: It just happens. There's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. Have you seen the officiating in this league? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think we can all agree that it's just something that is involuntary. They, We know that they can't hear us to everybody saying they can't hear you when you yell shoot. I know.
1: I mean, maybe I if know. you're yelling like every couple minutes, then you need to reel it in a little bit. But it, it's going to slip out once in a while.
0: Uh, what about jerseys for at-home game viewing? Any superstitions for uh, what you wear when you watch the game, or do you take one out for watching it at home?
2: I yep, always, I, I, I can typically get a little too superstitious. Um. But that, I think that stems from me being a goalie as well. Like when we talked about, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, pre pre game rituals when I'm playing out, it's very simple. When I'm in net, there's like a strict timeline and order that everything has to be done in. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a
1: must win, I'll also give my jersey to my girlfriend. And that so far has been working quite well, but it's only for the rarest of occasions.
0: Ooh, I like that. Having a, a, safe uh what do you call it it's like a superstition but you keep it for special occasions i don't know what, yes. there's gotta be a name for that <laughs> help me um what else is there for at home what's a what's a snack you have when you're you're watching the game you get chips you do popcorn you do uh pretzels you uh, a Typically microwave chips. chips yeah 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 i think chips Chips is an easy one at home. That's something that you don't do when you're at the the game live. Like chips is never something that I would get while I'm at the arena. No, but when I'm at never. home, I'm like, I just want a fucking bag of chips. <laughs> also, because like, can you imagine what they charge for a, like a full size bag of chips in an arena?
2: It'd be like And, and I'm glad you said it that way as well. Like, I'm not talking about a handful or a small bowl. Like, I'm oh, talking a about a full, full family size yeah. bag. Which, yeah. like, come on, is like really a
0: half full bag of chips when sure. you get into those sizes. You size, that but... into
1: serving bowl and it's
0: it's not seen tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you have a? Uh... <laughs> in my head, there's these like these white plastic bowls that my parents had always had chips or popcorn or pretzels or something in them. Do you have like a go to bowl that you always put that shit in?
2: Well, we uh, I think yes we just... actually. Well, we just established that when it comes to chips, you don't really need bowls. I'm a
1: guy, I think. Yeah, nah, great right
2: oh, yeah. for the bag. There's something about the the
0: greasy knuckles or like chippy, like flavored knuckles that you get from going in the bag. That's just not always what you want. Also, if people go to sleep, if like you know, my girlfriend works in the morning, I don't want to be like those Miss Vicky's bags, which I really I love Miss Vicky's. Why is it that all of the kettle-cooked chips have the crumpliest bags? Oh, they're so loud. so loud! I, you know, I
3: miss this, but Greasy Knuckles is the name of your sex, sex tape, Roscoe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not to
1: mention, uh, I'm, like, having the option of picking which chip I want to.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. It's a for thing. Because sure, there's sometimes where you're like, I want a little crunch right now, because that last one wasn't. And then sometimes you're like, no, I need, like, a big one. Hmm. This is sometimes it's a munch, sometimes it's a hunger chip. You know, there's different levels. There's context. You're the just
2: leaving too much up the chance with the bag. Nah, I re- just need to get it done. And then Do you get mix the last them? little bit, you get to the last little bit in the bag, and you crunch it all up and just <laughs> devour it. Yeah,
0: that's a good. Do you ever mix two kinds?
2: Um. Occasionally, no. I my I don't know if you've ever tried the hell of a good French onion dip. So good. Oh yeah, it's amazing. And it, it grosses my wife out because I will dip any flavor of chip in there, not just <laughs> plain. Like sweet chili heat Doritos dipped into that is a yeah. gold mine. That's weird. Not going to lie. No, it's not. It's you got to try it.
0: Okay. If both of you have tried it, I'm not saying that I trust either one of you over the other one, but if both of you say it, then I'm, there's got to be something. Even all to dressed
1: it. is really good with it,
0: too. I'm dressed yes. all overs. So, uh, yes. Something I didn't realize was Canadian.
2: Yeah, yeah. dressed all over chips that and hickory sticks.
0: Yeah, hickory sticks in America are just like salad toppers. Like you get them in the grocery (laughs) store, the salad section, and it's like a thing you put on top of salad. And then here they're like, wait, what do you mean you can get a whole
2: bag of those and eat them? That's insane. And uh, I don't know if they still are, but apparently Kinder Eggs used to be illegal in the States. I think they still are, because I
0: remember there's been some cases of people getting busted trying to import a bunch of them which is ridiculous you you can only get them in like grocery stores and stuff well it's because the the way that lawsuits work down there is it's just like it's not worth it because if every dumb parent with their dumb kid is going to get hurt with it and they're going to start suing you it's like okay let's just not sell them here anymore we'll sell them to people that you know don't leave their kids unattended with a thing a plastic (laughs) thing anyway we're not gonna
2: get into that no. Um, but come to Sunoco today and get a free gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh.
0: Sorry, there was, there was, and they went. No, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Been some some interesting things driving through uh, upstate New York over the last month. I'd imagined. Fucking Dollar General, man. It's like you don't see a grocery store, but you see a Dollar General every hour. It's insane. Ugh. I think I talked about this, but I don't know if I told all of you guys, but the uh, the Aquasocene Reserve that's like Quebec, Ontario, New York area on the New York side of it, they by the casino there's like gotta be a hundred pot shops there's one that's literally called another damn pot shop because it's such <coughs> a joke that there's so many of them um, questions and then we gotta get out of here, I really have to pee too um, fun guy at Southpaw Cal. Will Keefe ever send this line out in a game? Bertuzzi, Domi, Reeves. I mean, probably not, but maybe on a like what a penalty kill or like
1: <laughs> maybe like a try and wake the team up. They're just hoping for a really physical shift just to try and get something going in the game. But
0: other than that, maybe game not. against the Jets that goes south, like <laughs> yeah oh excuse me yeah if people start beating up on on matthews and marner and you're just like you know what fine you want to start shoving people around it's kind of a fun idea like the fact that he can is hilarious it just if you want to fuck it's the fuck around and find outline like if you see him send that out it's like oh shit he's like it's to send a message and there's no other reason you'd put it out for one shift or I don't
1: know. And if they go out there, like they know their mandate's not to score a goal; it's just fuck shit up.
0: Yeah, but on that, I do love that both Bertuzzi and Domi have expressed interest in staying here long term, and it's just a matter of you know figuring it out next off season. So, really excited Fingers that uh, some people have the passion. I mean, obviously Domi wants to be here, but Bertuzzi is mm-hmm. an interesting one, especially because he was so anti Canadian uh, with the vaccine mandate and everything wasn't it pertuzzi that was the holdout yeah yeah so it's interesting that he's now i mean i i know that's not like a reason to write off a country but somebody that's so quick to be like no not doing that is like yeah fuck it let's go toronto i'm down to stay here long term it's like okay let's go i'll take a shithead we need another (laughs) michael bunting uh, another question, Cody Donaldson at W underscore Donaldson. Another very important question that needs to be answered tonight. Darty, I'll let you take this one first. What kind of pizza would the core four be individually and together? Crust type, et cetera. So if you took the core four and turned them into a pizza, what would that pizza be? I feel like they're
3: like a deluxe Hawaiian with, uh, che- with uh, cheesy bread. You know, the cheesy crust.
0: <laughs> and why do you say that?
3: You know, sometimes it's awfully confusing, surprisingly (laughs) delicious, results may vary. And uh, at the same time, you know, unfortunately, I feel like cheesy crust is pretty overrated sometimes. Like, you think that it's going to be amazing, you buy it every single time, and then you realize there's a reason why crust is just crust, because it's boring, all right? And I eat crust. I'm a crust eater, okay? Like I'll eat your crust. I'll I'll eat crust off of people's plates. If they're not going to eat it, I'll eat it. I love crust. I know some people, they like to get dips and stuff i'll have it dry i don't care you know i'm a, I'm a weird guy <laughs> like i chew ice too you know I, i'm one of those people <laughs> but uh that's don't why i say they're cheesy crust because i said <laughs> you know i love a good crust but that's why i say they're cheesy crust you know like you think they're going to be all that in the bag of potato chips and sometimes it's just like you know what it's still just crust so that's my that's my take there
0: that's kind of interesting because i mean when you look at it from afar it's like that's a lot of things that individually are really good i hope this works well all together and depending on the bite you get, you're like, there's a lot of good things here. But then if you take too big of a bite and you put it up against other things, it's like, okay, there's just too much going on here. I can't. I can't with this. One bite. Get...
3: Everyone knows the rules, right?
0: And nobody knows who the the like lead flavor is. It's like a bunch of very strong competing flavors. Yeah. And there's the, yeah, I like it. It makes sense. Everybody's got yeah, a little hidden talent. And the hidden talents and the cheesy crust, it's good. Okay, next up, Suddy, what do you think?
1: I don't think I could follow that up, actually. He nailed it pretty good. <laughs> I know, honestly. That's kind of the best
0: answer. Anything you want to add, Here,
3: Here's a way to follow it up, uh, not to skip okay, Bean, I'll but... Uh,
2: I'll see you on the weekend or some shit.
3: All up. right, sorry. Now I'm free. Darty's free.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: see you later, boy. So, uh, yeah, so I wasn't lying. I was on a walk with my buddy. Right? Yeah, that's why I was so, a- a- you know, AFK. But your buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's Rocco, right? All right, Keswick's finest. <laughs> so uh, we are, uh, I, we're talking about pizza, right? And did anybody else, because we, you know, we always keep up to date with uh, the goings on of social media. Anybody else following the whole Dave Portnoy situation with that whole pizza thing? Like, apparently he got, uh, like, some, one of his pizza reviews went a little awry.
0: Man, I can't keep every time I go on Instagram, there's another Dave Portnoy incident that I'm supposed to care about. Like, is he a good person or isn't he? I can't decide. I don't watch these things. It's just always like, oh, he yelled at somebody and almost fired them live on the podcast. Like, What did he do this time with the pizza?
3: Are oh, you asking me? I actually don't hundred percent know. That's why I figured you guys were more <laughs> were more into the the social media scene. I just know it, like keeps like some bullshit keeps popping up on my my feed about him, and I'm like, honestly, this guy just as you you, you hit the nail on the head. Like this guy's like he's like the Apprentice he's like the Apprentice era Donald Trump of fucking you know cheap sports casting. <laughs> the <laughs> you know pizza I mean? shop
0: like, that took on Dave <laughs> Portnoy and Barstool Sports. This is from Bon Appetit. Okay. Go, I think, like, go on, stop him from
1: going in for a review or something.
0: Rates at a 6.4 to 10 said Dragon Pizza, a relatively low score. Shows Red approaching Portknife outside the shop. Dave, enjoy your pizza as any customer, he says, but I don't appreciate what you do judging a business with one bite. Let me be clear. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. Let me be clear. Fuck you, Portknife replies. Nice. Fuck you and the stool you came in on dave douchebag nice so uh okay so this guy just didn't love that portnoy is reviewing their uh their restaurant off of taking a bite of the pizza which i get it's not you know gordon ramsey orders the menu for a reason but uh, i got into a little altercation up front so i mean it's not good I don't think it's a good move if you own a business to, like, approach a... Whether you agree with it or not. I mean, I don't know. This is good business for them. Any any news is good news, I guess. It's good PR. I didn't know about Dragon Pizza 10 minutes ago, so now I do. But I think it's just a bad idea to try to tell somebody that's from some internet thing that's reviewing your shit to fuck off. Like, and create a scene. Like, I don't know. You're always better off to... Uh, try to form a partnership or, you know, be in on the video or however you can feed off of it in a positive way and get people to, you know, it's like, hey, I don't know, make a joke out of it if you don't like the review, but I don't know. It's drama, it's drama.
2: So with the pizza question, first, core four, are we talking JT, Marner, Matthews, and Nylander? Or are we having Riley in there somewhere? However you want to do it. So if we're doing JT, Marner, Matthews, and Nelander, I kinda went a little bit in the opposite direction of what each one would be pizza wise. And in honor of our general manager, why don't we go with pizzas from Boston Pizza? Oh hell yeah. Um
0: <laughs> that, that deluxe Hawaiian one is so good.
2: The Royal yes. Hawaiian?
0: The Royal Hawaiian, yeah, that's, oh, with that's, the Seismics.
2: Um so for starters, we'd have JT, you know, our captain. Pepperoni, all the way.
1: Oh, 100%. Just
0: or keep it just simple
2: cheese even.
0: <laughs> you know what? You, like you got to give him My like margarita. Pepperoni on there. You got to give Tavares margarita because it's like it's plain, but it's plain done well. Fair. You know, it's the highest end of basic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he is a margarita pizza. I think for Willie, I think you would have to go with something like the tropical chicken. You know, like an Alfredo sauce. You got the bacon. You got the cheese. A little uh-huh. spicy chicken breast on there. Like That's like a Willie. Tropical pierogi. chicken is a pizza? Sounds like a dance
3: yeah. move.
1: Willie yeah. <laughs> really might be a Hawaiian, but tropical pizza works just as good.
0: Yeah, see, Sadie, I'm with you. Willie feels like a well, Hawaiian guy just because
2: it's like... The tropical chicken has pineapple on it as well. Oh,
0: okay. True.
2: Then, yeah, it's Willie. Yeah,
1: we're going to go with that. For,
2: Mar- for Marner, I would think one of their new pizzas, the Carbonara. Yep. So that that's kind of like a, a Marner thing. And then with Matthews, I'm kind of torn between the two, probably the two most famous Boston pizza pizzas. But I think the you would Meteor? have to go. I was thinking the Meteor or the Spicy Pierogi. <sighs> Spicy pierogi hmm. feels like he'd have to be Eastern European. It's cactus, this... cut potatoes, pierogi. Like it... oh, cactus cut? hes from the desert. Come on, right? <laughs> but then, but then you have the meteor. It's literally got everything, and he has everything with regards to being one of the best players in the league.
1: I think. Yeah, I feel like
0: meteor. It's meteor. If yeah. he was European, I would say spicy pierogi. But yeah, he's the meteor. I like that, nice, question. nice one. So we answered it in both ways. So thank you for that and, one.
2: And then Morgan question. Riley guys- is Morgan Riley is whatever Tessa wants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus, Christ. sorry. That's good. That's that's
3: I like that. That's funny. Well done. That's that's what we need to hear. That's what the listeners want. That's what the folks at home <laughs> with the with the
2: with the cauliflower crust. <laughs>
0: oh. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> now, let's be real. John's getting the cauliflower crust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dirty. Wait. A so question? here.
3: Yeah. So this is a question for everybody too. Just another one that because I was thinking about this while we we're talking about food and and hockey players and oh, who who's like, like again like I'm, I'm probably missing out on something here. Maybe someone already has one. But who's going to be the first Leafs player to get their own like meal? You know what I mean, like you know how they had like the Travis Scott burger. Like, <laughs> is there going to be like an Austin Matthews like burger or something? Like, who who would be the first well, one on the team to get their own like actual like you know meal like from like like say Osmos or Timmy's or something? You know,
2: like a little had one. Like. Did he? Where? I think he. I think he had a burger with some burger joint.
1: Hmm. He'd be my guess. Uh,
2: Martin Par- Martner partners with Skip the Dishes to launch the Mitchell Burger. Oh, oh nice! I he remember the Raptors had a thing with
0: Starbucks in Toronto. Oh yeah. So well, that's yeah. why, like
3: the Raptors, that 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 was one of my inspiration too. Is uh, what's his name on the on the Raptors is doing the thing with uh, Subway right, Bowlway or whatever, makes his own bowls. Right.
0: Scotty Barnes. Oh yeah,
3: you are right. Scotty Barnes. Yeah, kid sensation. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's wicked.
0: Ah, uh, get their own meal. I mean. It would probably be, I mean, it's one of the star guys, but I'm thinking of, like, what?
1: Does it have to be? I, I feel like maybe a guy like Ryan Reeves would get, like, a spicy something named after him. like a challenge Oh, yeah, that's meal. for
2: sure. That's a good one. I mean, he is here for a few years. It's true. Yeah. Or, like, someone like Domi. Like, some, I don't, I'm, I'm not super familiar with restaurants in Toronto, but maybe a restaurant that's been around forever, they make some sort of, like, "Quote unquote hometown meal" and call it the Max Domi or something. Could be. Yeah, I'm sure there's a ton of ways you can play on
0: like the double Domi and all that. Oh yeah. Um. Wh- yeah, you could have like the oh, that's a good idea for a burger. You could have like the Domi and the double Domi. Like.
2: <laughs> Pitch it. McDonald's and the GTA should temporarily name Happy Meals Smile Meals for Samsona. <laughs> oh,
0: I thought you were going. I thought you were going to make a McDomi
2: joke. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> you no! Know, I think there's a lot of opportunity for these guys to uh, to cash in. All these new guys in town. There's tons. I mean, the fact that Osmos. I went home to Coburg and there's an Osmos there now. The place is popping up everywhere. So oh, yeah,
2: you know, I've still not tried one. I finally tried Chick Fil A today for the first time. Not
0: open on Sundays.
2: It says on every side mm-hmm. No, no. Uh,
0: the thing with osmos is like if you're not from ottawa i'm sure it's good but like when you have yeah. it here it's like come on i've had better shawarma than this what are this we doing
1: the capital of canada and it is excellent you don't have time to mess around with <laughs> osmos i think we they're...
3: have a whole ep- episode that deals with that right like we did like a discussion about <laughs> the, the the subtle we'll intricacies of more. what makes a good shawarma.
0: Well, that's why, like, there's only one, what's that poutine place, uh, Smokes? There's only, like, one of those here in Ottawa. Like, you know, it's the poutines from Ottawa and Quebec. It's like, well, like, yeah, that's why everybody makes it and there's not, like, a poutine place.
3: That's so funny because I was actually just thinking about that. I was, like, I was looking for a solid poutine where I live and I was like, you know what? Like, I haven't been to Smokes in so long. And, of course, you know, since COVID, um, it's, like, disappeared. <laughs> and really? It, it kind of went with. It kind of went without a trace. Like there used huh. to be like over two hundred and fifty restaurants. I think. Like they had smokes in this U.S. They had smokes in L.A. And now there's oh, wow. like, you know, they signif- They at least have the amount of restaurants they have. Because I had to go up to. I didn't go, but I know. Like for me to get, like the closest smokes to me was like either in downtown Toronto or in Barrie. <laughs>
2: and they used I to know, have them everywhere. I had a wicked poutine. When I was heading up to None of It when my flight was delayed in Toronto, I ate at one of the restaurants that was in there. A Montreal smoked meat poutine. Oh nice. It was delicious. I had a bunch of Montreal smoked meat shaved up in it and then some Dijon mustard on it. It was awesome. Shout out to Poutineville,
3: which like used said the people that worked there used to know me by name. I used to go to this place called Poutineville, that I think it still exists. It's in Montreal, but I, there was one in Toronto by like Bathurst and Bloor area. It was by the lab, if anybody knows where that is, which also doesn't no longer exist. And uh, yeah, I used to after a night out of partying, particularly <laughs> it was near the Brunswick House. I'm pretty sure where all the fights used to happen, which again doesn't exist anymore. Thanks, COVID, and Doug Ford, and the economy but, but uh, thanks capitalism but yeah it was the best honestly it was like the best poutine I ever had like and I'm pretty sure they still have like that chain or whatever in Montreal but yeah poutine feels is amazing shout out to poutine
0: so just to bring it back you made a good point there uh, Darty smokes has downsized in the last couple of years so they're out of Ajax they were only founded in 2008 they opened their first location in Toronto then by 20, it says in 2016, they had 76 restaurants in Canada and five in the U.S. They planned to expand the company internationally and open 1,300 restaurants around the world by 2020. Wow. Uh, they'd already started this expansion, having sold franchises to the states, like Darty said. They had by 2017, 150 locations across Canada and the states. They had one in Berkeley, California, that closed. Uh, four other usa locations have also closed according to their website as of august 2022 there are 49 locations so that's a hundred down from 2017 that's two-thirds of their restaurants have closed
3: i wasn't making up the severity of this situation all right i do my research when it comes to poutine and hockey okay all right i don't i don't uh, i back this shit up with facts
0: That's what you come here for, you know. It's it's leaves and random tidbits of information, and you will always get that here. I promise you. Speaking of uh,
2: poutine, I had one at the Paris Fair this weekend. Actually, we went to a a local fair to celebrate the end of summer, and I had a Dorito poutine. That sounds good. Actually, just your regular poutine, fries, gravy, and cheese curds with a whole bunch of crunched up nacho (laughs) Doritos mixed in there.
0: That's a really good idea. Simple, that. but really good. We did a mac and cheese at the cottage a couple weeks ago, and I crushed up a bunch of um, Doritos for on top of it,
2: and it was really good. We'll always do like at- a taco salad every now and then, and then we'll mix in. We'll crunch up nacho Doritos and sweet chili heat in there as well. Nice. That actually
3: reminds me of, uh, oh, by the way, so shout out to uh, uh, Sheridan College, uh, Darty Burdura, Sheridan College, alum. <laughs> And uh, I made a promise. Any time <laughs> that I represented Sheridan College, that I would always, as an actor, make sure that people know where I'm from. So, <laughs> got to do it the proper way. And uh, yeah, when I went when I went to school, they used to have this like, like in their uh, cafeteria or whatever. They would have this like um, taco in a bag. Like I'm not sure. I'm sure you guys have had it before. But it was, like you know, a bag taco. of Doritos. A bag. Yeah, walking taco. I know people. People so have good. different names for it, but. That was amazing. Fritos, Honestly, too. when you're, it's like you know, when you're up a little later and you're kind of had a couple too many wobbly pops, a little uh, you know walking taco, taco in a bag, you know crushed Doritos and a
0: bit you know, of the all jazz the mix in the
3: taco, it does it. It's amazing. It's crazy what the little things that like you know satiate the, the hunger.
0: Yeah, I had that at work actually for the first time. They made that for everybody. It was like you can do Fritos or Doritos. If anybody hasn't had this before, you open the bag Fritos sideways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fritos are the corn flavor. Oh my god. They're so they're so much cornier than Doritos are. It's corn. That's a thing. Don't give me that look, Justin. It's Don't corn. give me that look. <laughs> so you, you cut the bag open sideways and you can put like just chili in, or you can do like uh, regular taco chili. stuff, like you know, ground beef and sour cream and onions and cheese and whatever. And it's just like you eat it with a fork with a bunch of crushed up Doritos. It's so good
2: a little bit of italian dressing Pardonnez moi yeah, i've never heard of that but i'm sorry what when we do our taco salads we'll put it like ground beef lettuce spinach peppers crushed up doritos and then some italian dressing
1: italian moi. not like sour cream not ranch or there'll be a
2: little sour so- cream in there as well but all right all right my my wife likes to say that I have pregnant girl cravings, like all she the might time. Be right? Um, we've discussed this previously with one of my favorite breakfasts with toast with peanut butter and melted cheese. <laughs> okay,
0: so I just I know what Italian dressing tastes like, but like I can't discern what's in it in my mind. If that makes sense. So it's lemon juice and white vinegar, Dijon mustard, garlic, honey, parsley, oregano, thyme, olive oil. Black pepper or salt. So, but bes- besides the Dijon mustard, like it, the f- flavor-wise, it, it I guess it makes sense. It's just not something I'd ever think to put on a taco salad. But it, like, why don't you get like a an avocado lime crema going, or like, Ooh. I don't know. You because mix some sour cream with lime juice, and you're set. It yeah. honestly feels
3: like cultural appropriation at this point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: This I actually is, learned that's similar to how um, like Hot Pockets and Pizza Pops were created. It was some Italian guy made um, fucking uh, uh, Chinese food, frozen dinners, and they were like, why don't you put pizza in a, an egg roll? And he's like, ah, Pizza Pops.
2: Genius. Genius. Sell it to the world. Okay. <laughs> you gotta go with the McCain ones, though, not the Pillsbury. Oh, dude, right? you right. Pillsbury's too doughy. That's why we gotta get the Patreon
0: going, so we can just talk about other <laughs> things forever without worrying about wasting. <laughs> By the way, are time. we
2: ever doing the Vegemite? I have mine. It's definitely expired at this same. point.
0: But the, well, we were gonna do bets, right? Like Steph made a bet that she lost and ended up having to eat it. So I mean, uh, do we want to just like find preseason games to bet on, or like some? Why don't we bet on like other sports? We'll find like some random other thing that's going on, and we'll we'll pick. Whoever we think is going to win the next, like, I don't know, golf, tennis, or race, or something that we don't watch.
1: Done.
2: That and work.
3: just uh, to Luke, man, I don't even think, like, I don't, it's not necessarily I don't even want to eat the Vegemite. It's more so that, like, we, we wanted to do it in, like, a special way, and then, like, we just never got around to doing it. Because, like, I'll eat anything. Like, I, I'm a kind of guy, like, I like a good Liverwurst sandwich, you know? So, like, Vegemite, I feel like, will be a cakewalk for me. <laughs> I don't know about you. I love the random noises in my dirty yeah, every time So talks. wild!
0: <laughs> so you pick like K- KHL teams to follow. <laughs> uh, who do you think is uh, leading the KHL right now?
2: And scoring? Yeah. Probably someone who shouldn't be playing hockey like Jake Virtanen.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, was this the Dirtbag Olympics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, points. Oh, they've only played three games so far, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, um, let me talk about like this.
3: points for the show, like points that we need to improve on.
0: <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking if there's anybody we recognize here. Doesn't seem like it, though.
2: Okay, let someone who actually knows players look at the list. Ooh. Yeah, well, oh, fuck you. <laughs>
3: Do you know who from Do you know who
2: Fucking It's not Mitch That's for sure
0: yeah, yeah right Do you know who Nikolai Goldobin is
2: Nikolai Goldobin Is a Leafs prospect
0: Goldobin He's 27
2: er, No um Sorry I'm thinking Um
0: Oh okay Nice try
2: Um Goldobin used to Play in the league Did he not uh, maybe. I believe he did Like I recognize The name Yes yeah, so I've definitely Heard the name I've I've gotta look up that prospect now. I'm thinking of uh it's grow something. Number
0: three in points last season was Alexander Radulov.
2: Jeez, yeah, he's still playing.
0: Yeah.
2: Shipachip's still playing interstate over there. interstate
0: are you hitchhiking down, Darty? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just trying not to get robbed, stabbed, or anything else hey. that would be unfortunate for me. Are you walking down the 401? <laughs> What's going on here? I, I think this is Woodbine. All right? The second longest road in, in the world,
2: apparently.
0: Um, Nikolai Goldobin was selected in the first round of the 2014 draft by the San Jose Sharks.
2: 125 games in the league between Vancouver and San Jose.
0: There you go. NHL totals... Forty-six points in 125 games. Look,
3: guys, I could have been doing this show or listening to the Canadian true crime podcast. alright? and honestly, like, I feel less secured with this being on the show. All
0: right, made the right choice. So uh, it's uh, it's Thursday. We'll be back uh, soon because. Seasons heating up. We got more stuff to talk about, more games to play, and more trivia on Shit's stuff. Coming so, up soon. Exactly. We got to do a whole preseason breakdown. We got to do the East and the West, and uh, lots of stuff coming up. We're getting back in the swing of it. I promise. So stay tuned, subscribe, follow us, and uh, you know, chill. Leaf season's coming, baby. Anybody Keep want on to sign uh, off for anything? Keep on rocking! I think fr- for
1: dirty safety, we got to end this here.
0: Yeah, before he gets smoked on the side <laughs> of the road. All right. Good night, everybody. We love you. Ciao. I have an outro. I was just.
3: God, how much I've missed this outro. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Leafs Late Night, your night of post-game podcast. Available after every game on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts,
0: Audible, and more. Now available on the side oh, of the and, room. Uh, sh- and shout out to Mike Ross for signing another uh, year with the Leafs. Leafs.